And we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is Dump on the Yump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Tonight is Monday, March the 20th, 2023. Jesus, I didn't even know what year it was there for a second. We're back at you after a while, coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. My name is Joel. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Uh, hey, Joel, I'm doing well. I'm coming at you from Golden's Bridge, New York today. What? <laughs> what is that? My apartment burned down. I told you about that, right? I don't think on the podcast, but yes, right. you told me that personally, yes. Yeah, so technically homeless, so we're staying in an Airbnb in Westchester right now. Oh, you're in Westchester? Oh, oh sweet. I was. I should have asked. Nice. Yeah. What town? Golden's Bridge. That's well, right. I got family there. Do you want me to you know, text my family in Scarsdale, see if you can crash at the place? No, we got a nice place here for the rest yeah, of the looks month. Nice. Then, it looks really nice. And then we're going to uh, probably get a temporary place back in the city after that. But, you could probably hit up Kalen also. <laughs> well, yeah, his house is further upstate. No, we're, new we're, he was we're very close show. to where he grew up, though. That's. Um, but anyway, I'm coming at you from Golden's Bridge, New York. My hot take today... <laughs> has to do with the World Baseball Classic, which is currently going on. It's the bottom of the ninth um, game between Japan and Mexico. Two on, nobody out. Uh, Japan is up, down, 5-4. So by the time you listen to this podcast, you probably already know what will happen. My hot take about the podcast, about the World Baseball Classic, is that if you're not rooting for your home country's team, you're missing out. Like you're missing the whole point of this World Baseball Classic if you're not rooting for your home country's team. Because you can't just pick a team from a different country that you know nothing about, you don't know anything about the players, nothing, and then expect to get um, anything out of the tournament. Like you see a lot of people on Twitter or Reddit or whatever who are like bitching about the World Baseball Classic um because like people are getting hurt for major league baseball season right and it's like you're oh here we go you're missing the damn point right now which is to fucking stick it in venezuela's face you know what i mean like this is the whole point of an international tournament like this where you get to to just like really rub it in other countries faces when you beat you know what i mean like that's what it's all about because in this day and age, you can't do that. You know, you can't do that anymore, except for like in these scenarios. So, okay, okay. And we may talk about this on this podcast, but I'm not sure because I look like a piece of shit because I went all in on the Dominican Republic. Right. I'm buying all the Dominican Republic gear. I'm buying, I like, that, that was my team. Right. Point, and that's what I'm saying. 
Now, now I'm I'm going Team USA from here on out. Ooh, they'll be but, playing Japan, by the way. Just walk off double just now. Just now? Yeah. What? 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 Did Japan just walk off Mexico? Yeah, just now. Are you serious? Yep. Hey, sweet. Oh, I'm texting my Japanese co-worker right now. God damn. God, this is the best tournament ever. But, like, I really wanted the Dominican Republic to win. Right. I I, I think that, like, you know, the, the, the reason that the World Cup never has caught on in America is because every time the World it's Cup it's around, every time the World Cup rolls around, everyone in the U.S. is like, "Oh, I'm rooting for England," or "I'm rooting for fucking I don't know Argentina." You know what I mean? Sure. And well, then it's like, America is all in on these teams that we don't actually give a shit and have no like personal investment in for. Hmm. Three weeks every four years, and it's like no, no right. one's care about that. But you know, we should all be rooting for the United States in the World Cup because that's like that's how you can get personal investment. Like it's impossible for you to be personally invested in a Dominican Republic team because you're not from the Dominican Republic. But like conceivably, you could be personally invested in Team USA because you're an American. But it's like you're never going to get that sort of investment in a team that you just pick. It's like, oh, I like, I like Great Britain's like, you know, dumb uniform. uniforms yeah. or whatever. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, bought, bought a Costco uniform. <laughs> I like their stock image uniforms. So now I'm rooting for Great Britain. Like you're not going to, you're not going to care about that. You know what I mean? Right. Except, except they were a good like underdog story. I mean, they lost, but yeah, they weren't a great underdog story. Yeah. They were eliminated immediately. But <laughs> so Japan just beat what? Who they just Mexico? Mexico. So glad Japan, United States in the final. That's exciting. Okay. Okay, so I, I, I disagree with you because I was like really excited about the Dominican Republic and I'm not Dominican. Right. But I know Dominicans. They were the fun team. Like, this is like me being a Yankees fan. Right. You're a Yankees fan now? No, I'm not a Yankees fan, but this is like a person from France being a Yankees fan. Right, but the thing is, is like you can't really be a Yankees fan. I mean, I suppose it, it would take a lot of effort to be a Yankees fan from France. You know what I mean? Like you can like the Yankees gear and you can wear your New York hat and be like, oh, I love yeah. the Yankees. But like, it's really like, it takes intense investment to be a fan of a team that's in a different country and at like whatever one o'clock in the morning local time and and that's why americans never get into the world cup because 
I think Americans never get in the World Cup because America sucks at uh, American men suck at soccer. I think if American men were ever actually good at soccer, it doesn't matter because there's a ton of teams whose teams suck in the World Cup and they're like fucking ecstatic, you know? Yeah. Right. Uh, That's a good point. Hmm. But, you know, the bot, and this is not a hot take, but the thing is, it's like, if the U.S. doesn't win the World Baseball Classic every single time it's held, that's embarrassing to me as an American. Like True. this is our national pastime. You know, this yeah. is this is our game. We should be winning it. But I yeah. also think that Americans are less interested in the World Baseball Classic because Major League Baseball is here, and it's like a big, um, you know, it's a big. Like the World Series is a big deal here where it's like less of a big deal elsewhere, you know? Sure. Yeah, no, which is why I think the World Baseball Classic is good. Right. But the thing is, is like, so I work with this guy, this Dominican guy, who's a good dude. And I was talking to him about baseball. And I'm like, oh, I'm a Red Sox fan. And he's like, oh, I'm, I used to be a Red Sox fan, but now I'm a Yankees fan. And it's like, no, you're not, dude. Wait, what? Like, Why? Well, he's Dominican, but he shouldn't be. Like, all, like, okay, Dominican fans should be Red Sox fans. Because well, I think he was a Red Sox fan until David Ortiz retired. And, and then he's now he's a Yankees fan, yeah. presumably because he lives in New York. But, like, the thing is, it's like, it's, you're missing the point here. Like, this is not what being a fan, this is not, like, you can't feel anything for the Red Sox and then just be like, oh, I'm a Yankees fan now. And it's not the way it works, you know? Sure, sure, sure. I agree, I agree. And that's the sort of thing that I'm talking, it's like, you can be like, oh, I'm a huge Dominican fan. And then, but it's like, not really, because you have no investment there, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I understand that. I mean, you can hop on a bandwagon with the best of them. I'm not trying to take that away from you. but Lise. Vamos, Lise. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. We're gonna let's circle back around to the conversation because I think it's super important. Uh, my name's Joel. I'm coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. My hot take is about pitch clock. Okay. Okay. Like I don't think clock. that Sorry. Major League Baseball has actually. Uh, dealt with the actual ramifications, 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 what's the word? Ramifications. Of of the pitch clock. For example, you don't have enough time for a walk-up song. Like, I went to all these spring training games, and they don't have enough time for, like, two balls of a walk-up song. So they're cutting all these walk-up songs short. That's and right. it makes the game really fucking lame. Other thing, take me out to the ball game. You're rushed. You don't have enough time to sing take me out to the ball game during the seventh inning stretch. you got to sing it at a, like one and a half times speed. They did not account for this. And that's going to be a problem. So I mean, there's not a longer break in the seventh inning stretch. 
there's not enough time. You got like you got to rush your fucking way through take me out to the ball game, and then okay, let's go, let's go. I I I understand after I said it. That's not pitch clock. That's just time between innings right. or time between batters. But them shortening that is fucking up all these baseball traditions. Right. I don't think they they reckoned with that in my opinion. I, you know, I think that they, I mean, are they going to get rid of the pitch clock during the playoffs? Because I just think that like anything, any game that ends with a walk-off balk because of a pitch clock in the playoffs is just such a fucking travesty. Agreed. I agree. And like they gotta they gotta make sure that doesn't happen. Yeah. The best thing I've read about that is by the time they we get to the playoffs, the batters will have figured out the time. Because yeah, but I mean, kind of ironically, in spring training, it's been mostly the batters who've been called out on strikes, not the pitchers. The pitchers are obeying the pitch clock. It's the batters who are not getting in the box. That's not how a baseball game should end. Agreed. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna argue with you on that one. Yeah. But those are the rules. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. There's a philosophical discussion to be had about whether or not time ought to have any jurisdiction whatsoever within a baseball game. I mean, I'd say no, but, you know, I don't really have a problem with them I don't really have a problem with the, I don't have a problem at all with the pitch clock during the regular season. I just think that that shit really can't happen in the postseason, you know? Right. I, I just, I think that would be, I think that would be a really bad thing for baseball. <clears throat> well, let me say this, and I might talk about this later this episode or next episode. It really makes going to the game in person fucking weird. It really does. It disrupts what you, what I, I mean, maybe it's just a me thing. I don't know what I thought a baseball game was supposed to, a baseball game's three hours. Right. And now a baseball game is two hours and about 20 minutes. So, so suddenly everything's off kilter. A baseball game is two beers long, not three beers long. If yeah, I get the game, honestly, if I get to the game thirty minutes late, it's the fourth inning now, not the second inning, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but it it disrupts my concept of time. Which I think financially does not benefit Major League Baseball because I'm only buying two tall boys a game instead of three tall boys a game. And if I get there 30 minutes late, I'm only buying one tall boy because I'm getting there at the top of the fourth. Right. Yeah. 
they'll, they'll take money out of their own pockets. Then you just have to drink faster. I've been trying to. Yeah, exactly. That uh, I have realized that reality. I think that's the I think that's the case. Yeah. Hey ladies and gentlemen, this is Dumb on the Up, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Um, we have not podcasted podcasted. What's the past what is the past tense of two podcasts? We haven't podcasted in a while, but we've been doing a lot of good shit. Um follow us on all your social media applications, Twitter at uh, ump dump 2005 tiktok at dump on the ump facebook at dump on the ump instagram at dump on the ump etc uh thanks for everybody's continuing to be following us uh let's see who's listening to the podcast um Sam, do you want to talk about the NL? Oh, wait, no, let me give a shout out to our top listeners real quick. Closing windows right now. Shout out to Katie. Uh, no, never mind. I'm not going to do that. Sam, do you want to talk about the uh, NL AL Central? Yeah, I guess I could do the AL Central probably. Um... Let's talk about the AL Central because that's my my favorite division. I want to know your opinions. Who cares about the NL Central if we're being honest? I mean, I don't know. Like the Brewers, I think the Brewers and like two out of five teams in the NL Central are actually going to try, right? Like the Brewers and the Cardinals are going to try. I don't think the Cubs are actually trying. I'm biased about that. What do you think? I have a couple notes on the NL Central, actually, but um, uh, just a couple of hot takes, actually. Yeah, do it. Um, but I'll do that after we go through the AL Central. Okay, so let's talk about the AL Central. Okay, and I have a little, uh, have a little write-up that I, a little intro that I want. I got going here. Okay, and it kind of ties back into my America owns baseball thing right okay so <clears throat> major league baseball is america's game and it changes as america changes and i think that today's major league baseball mirrors society to an extent um and it's really separated into two tiers of baseball um the haves and the have-nots right um and like america there's this belief in baseball that a scrappy, hardworking team that tries really hard um, can vault into the ranks of the elite and become like, you know, that's the American dream, right? Uh, that's the Tampa Bay Rays illusion is what I want to call that. Okay. Right? But I, I, I'm a void. Okay. I, I'm not. Yeah. Okay. I so, hate but like America, that's a crock of shit because it's like if you're if you're not already like spending a shitload of money, you're never really going to make it there. Um, the AL and the NL centrals uh, are mostly made up of have not teams. 
um, the, the have-not teams. So um, the AL and NL Centrals combined have won five World Series since 2022, oh, sorry, since 20, 2000, um, as compared to 10 that have come out of the AL and NL East and eight out of the AL and NL West. And it's hard. No shit. Yeah. No shit, really. Mm. Um, and it's hard to imagine. No the, offense, Joel. The Cardinals have won a bunch. Yeah, well, the Cardinals have won maybe two, and then, I don't know, I looked it up. I counted it out. Yeah, I believe you. That's fascinating. That's uh, an interesting statistic. Uh, and it's hard to see a world champion coming out of either of these divisions anytime soon. Oh, except for the Chicago White Sox. Right. I mean, there's a path. There's a path for a number of teams out of both the AL and the NL Central in the right. coming years, but it really is a narrow path. Okay. Like, I got it. Yeah. Um, most of the two central leagues seem to be in perpetual rebuild. Uh, and the biggest competition seems to be between the two who can spend the least on payroll. Um, that there is, are some teams still trying to win baseball games. Um, and because no one team ever seems to have organizational ability or an ownership ready to spend enough money to build a sustainable winner, the race for an 85-win division champion can be really close and entertaining. And that's like what I have to say generally about the AL and NL centers. Sure, sure. But that's like that's like fake praise, right? That's that's like your division sucks. Yeah, I said that. I made that pretty clear. I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Tell me what you got. I actually, I, way to go. It sucks doesn't mean that it can't be entertaining, which is kind of my hot take about the Red Sox this year too. But <laughs> we'll talk yeah. about that whenever I'm we. Go to Red Sox game, buddy. They're not. Yeah. Gonna they're not good. Sorry. But anyway, we'll talk about that whenever we do the East. Yeah. So here, well, I'm going to just go through the AL Central teams because um, those are the ones that I've kind of already. Oh, I'm excited. You did research. Sweet. Yeah. This is my um, rankings uh, from last place to first place. Okay. So we're starting in last place. Um, with the Kansas City Royals. Okay. Um, and the Kansas City Royals are the team, the kind of perfect embodiment of a terrible what's what's wrong with Major League Baseball, right? Because there's this owner who bought the team for a billion dollars, and the team is now worth like um 1.4 billion dollars, right? Um and so that's $400 million that this owner has already got in value from his investment. And they have a winning percentage of like 400 since he's taken over. They got a world baseball. Now, <clears throat> that's not to say that there's nothing to be excited about there. They have a group of young players um, kind of, centered around Bobby Witt Jr., who's a WBC player for America this year. Mm -hmm. uh, he's really good, you know, young third baseman, right place third base. I um, think so. And then, uh, 
they have this one guy who is um the fuck is his name i have it here uh brady singer who's young and also really good um but other than that you know zach grinky is probably going to be their number two starter and that dude is like probably still okay but not anywhere close to what he was when he played for them before um <clears throat> They have no bullpen and they don't really have a lot of veteran leadership in their dugout. Um, and they're going to finish in last place in the division. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, and they have a new manager, right? Oh, no, not. You stole their bench coach, right? Isn't he? Yeah, Pedro Gravel was their bench coach. Yeah. Um, next, I have. The Tigers mm -hmm. in second to last place. Uh, and this is one of the teams that just does not organizationally have their shit together by any means. Because, yeah. uh, you know, they, they were supposed to be competitive last year. They spent a lot of money um, on... Maybe. Huh? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, I don't agree with that. Last year was supposed to be their step into organizational competitiveness. They spent money on. Okay. Yeah. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. On Eduardo Rodriguez. Both of those big signings turned out to be busts. Um, they mm -hmm. also. Mm -hmm. A lot. They were like betting a lot on these young, quote unquote, stars coming up, none of whom have panned out as Major League Baseball players. And they traded a number of them away this year, too um already which is pretty crazy and <clears throat> um but like you can't see Javi Baez really bouncing back in any sort of nope. um and he's not actually loved in Detroit this kid Spencer Torkelson do you remember hearing about him he's a former number one pick uh they thought you know, he's the next hot shit. They brought him into the major leagues last year, clearly yep. wasn't ready for it. And they kind of left him in there. Uh, and he really failed, really failed. <clears throat> um, they also uh, traded for Austin Meadows, expecting him to um, be kind of a power bat and veteran leader for them. And that didn't pan out either. Yeah, that was stupid. Um, that was a huge bust. Um, anyway, they just have made a lot of bad moves. Um, and they've had some bad luck, too. Like, you know, Eduardo Rodriguez didn't play hardly at all last season, uh, and he left the team for personal reasons. And I think that they were, that he hated playing for the fucking Detroit Tigers. That's <laughs> um, <laughs> sad. Yes, I agree. Okay, uh, so, like, question. Why... I think the Royals are going to be better than the Tigers this year. I've got the Tigers five and the Royals four. Like, four. Yeah. I just Why do that? I, you know, I see Austin Meadows could have a decent year this year. They okay. also picked up some veteran starting pitchers. Matt Boyd, who used to play for Detroit. In, and had in decent, Boyd, yeah. He had a 
he had a decent career with them um, up until <clears throat> they traded him last year. He played somewhere else last year and didn't play very well. So he's back in Detroit now. And I think that, you know, that could be good for them. Mm -hmm. um, especially as they have some young um, young pitchers who could use some veteran leadership. Gotcha. Um, so you got the White Sox in third, don't you? Uh, what's that? You got the White Sox, White Sox in third, don't you? Um, Who's I, next? What? Who's next? Uh, Minnesota. Ah, sweet. Okay. <laughs> you're, you're still my friend. If you're going to be say Chicago, you are not my friend anymore. Oh, Minnesota is not better than they were last year. Agreed. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> and, you know, I think that this year, <clears throat> what's his name? Um, Carlos Correa is going to injure his ankle that everyone was all worried about in the offseason. Proving mm. Mets right, Mets and Giants right, and he's going to miss most of the year. That's what I think. Um, Buxton? Buxton? I mean, here's the thing. <laughs> Buxton's a good player, really good player. Carlos Correa is an okay player. Um, Byron Buxton has never – Shown me that he can stay healthy for like, right? Yeah, and I don't believe that's ever going to happen because he's yeah. not getting any younger. You know, it's not like you get older and then your knees and your back, and your, yeah. Elbows yeah. And your elbows and your ankles and your feet all of a sudden get stronger. Like, that's not how it works, you know. Maybe so, if he can't, like, <laughs> if he can't be healthy all through his 20s. Then, like, as he enters his 30s, there's no way he's going to be more healthy. Yeah. Um, so expect him to miss a lot of games. Um, expect <clears throat> Carlos Perea to miss a lot of games. Expect mm -hmm. Joey Gallo, who's their like big pickup this oh, offseason. Joey Gallo. To continue to suck. Um, like Josh Donaldson, only like <clears throat> they traded away their best hitter in. Uh, Luis Arez, right? Where did Arez go to? I actually couldn't remember. Uh, they traded him to the Marlins for that one pitcher that's really good. Alcantara? The what? Sandy Alcantara? No, no, no. Uh, not, their, not their best guy. Hold on. Where is... Uh, where I have it written. The Marlins might be kind of good. Who? Pablo Lopez? Oh, yeah. Huh. Um, but you know, other than Pablo Lopez, um, it's like Sonny Gray is probably their best pitcher. Um, uh, and then they have like a lot of question marks, you know, they have like a couple rookies, they got Kenta Medi Meda, who yeah, was he's good. He, I, I like that guy, yeah, at all. Last but time. he's not your number one. I think he's good, but he's not a number one. Right. I think that they're I think that their starting rotation has crazy questions. I think that their lineup is probably one of the stronger um lineups in the division for sure, but it has so many health question marks. Yeah. Um, it's like 
can you really rely on Joey Gallo to do anything? Um, no, I never rely on Joey Gallo. But here's the thing, Joel, is my one, two, and three in this central division, I have like them all separated by about three games. You know, yeah. like you and everybody games from first place to third place. Yeah. yeah. No, that's true. I understand that. Yeah. No, I've got the White Sox winning the division, but that's because I'm a homer. Right. No, I understand. Uh, I, I I do agree with you though that Cleveland will probably be stronger than Minnesota. I agree with you on that definitely. Um, I have the White Sox in second place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Uh, fine. <coughs> fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. But fine. Oh, I'm sorry, but this team is- that is a reasonable position to take. The White Sox. I don't think the White Sox have a World Series running them this year. I'm sorry. Um, You know, we're still talking about a really solid core um, that keeps getting older and not better. Right, older but not better. You traded away your better, or you let your best hitter go in free agency, Um, Mm -hmm. and you know. No, we shouldn't have. We shouldn't have. Nobody I argued six million dollars for three years at age forty or whatever the fuck he is. That's crazy. Fucking stupid. Uh, so fucking stupid. <laughs> let, let Johnny Cueto go. Right, you let Johnny Cueto go. Uh, your closer has cancer. Good well, luck. You know, best wishes to him. Yeah. Um, and they're saying he may be back at some point this season, but He's like, planning. yeah, non non lymphomic. Shaft. No, it's non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Or no, Hodgkin's yeah. oh, I can't remember. He's got yeah. some sort of form of lymphoma. Yeah. Uh, um, but you know, you still have probably I should get you a William Hendricks jersey. If you can keep Eloy Jimenez healthy, if you can keep Luis Robert healthy, if you can keep Tim Anderson healthy and Yon Moncada healthy. You got one of the better one through four, one through five in the league, probably. Right. Um, yeah. But, you know, your bullpen is lost right. its best piece. Yeah. And, and you know, that's an all-star closer there. He's like one of the best closers in the game. So you've lost like, that's a big, big ass piece. That's your anchor to your bullpen. Your starting rotation, also questionable. Um and, you know, your big off-season acquisition, Benintendi, is going to help you. It's an improvement in your outfield for sure, especially if you, it means that Eloy Jimenez can take more reps at DH and maybe protect his health a little bit. Like maybe Eloy and Luis Robert and, you know, Andrew Vaughn or somebody else can all take reps at DH. Uh, yeah. and, and you know and Ben Intendi and, and that like helps keep you a little healthier that could be huge for sure um, but he is not you know it's not Shohei Otani it's not he's not going to single-handedly turn your franchise around Ben Intendi right yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, so but I you Mike know, what's that 
Mike, you know, I think Clevenger's going to be a lateral move from Cueto at best. Mm -hmm. You know, Johnny Cueto's a good pitcher. He's a good-ass pitcher. I don't know why they let him walk. I don't understand that. He signed with San Diego, right? I thought Miami. Miami. Um, Anyway, I think that your best, like best case scenario, Clevenger is a lateral move for Johnny Cueto. Totally a lateral move, which I do not understand. I do not understand why they let Cueto walk. Right. Cueto started for the DR in the World Baseball Classic. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good pitcher. I like him. Anyway, so, uh, and then I have the Guardians in first place. And this is kind of a, like, you know, don't bet against the Guardians until you prove me wrong. You know what I mean? Like, Agreed. Yeah. Um, you know, I wouldn't necessarily look at their lineup on paper and be like, oh, this is the best team in the Central. But at the same time, like, I wouldn't have said that. And, and they've like won the division, what, four out of the last five seasons, something like that. And I wouldn't have said that about any of those teams either. So it's kind of a, until I'm proven wrong, like, Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame Why you got the Guardians ahead of the Twins? Huh? So why do you have the Guardians ahead of the Twins? Well, I just think that like they've proven that they are better than the Twins <laughs> okay. over and over again. You know. Well, one question I have is that I've read a lot of um, Jose Ramirez AL MVP this year, and I don't understand why. Like, I know he's very good. Good player. Yeah, but is how old is he? He's pretty young. Okay. 29, something like that. So, like, they're they're thinking... Team-friendly extension before last season, I think. And I think it was still like a year or two away from free agency, like more than a season away from free agency, I think. The other thing that Cleveland, okay, so we're thinking that Jose Ramirez is right now reaching his peak. They've got Juan and they- Third years old. So he's right in the middle of his prime, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And he's probably- the second best third baseman in Major League Baseball, I'd say. After Devos? No, after Arenado. Arenando. Arenando's in the NL. I said Major League in baseball. Just in all of baseball. Oh, you think Ramirez is better than Devos? Devos is your boy. Yeah, well, Ramirez is more... I think that Devers, you know, in five years or whatever will probably be as good as Ramirez is now. But Ramirez is a better fielder, um, Uh and he steals some bases. um, And so I think that he's probably a more complete player um, Mm. at this point. Um, You know, I think that Devers is probably better for pure power. um, And Ramirez... I thought Devers was like an ALMVP candidate. I think he is, but I think Ramirez is too, you know? 
Um, and it, again, it's it's this thing that's like, you know, Ramirez has been an MVP candidate for years now. He's never won it, right. but he's been in the running. And, you know, it's like hard to say, you know, Devers has been in the MVP conversation a couple of times, but Ramirez, well, Ramirez is older than Devers, I think. Yep. Isn't he? Five years. He's 30. So he's like four plus years older. Yeah. <clears throat> I think my eyes are going out. I think I need glasses. Uh-oh. Yeah. Because I'm 38 and I'm past my, my MLB prime. <laughs> Both of us are past our professional sports primes by quite a number of years, I'd say. <laughs> All right. All right. Do you have any, uh, like, anything about the NL Central you want to say we should get out of here? But... Uh, yeah, so NL Central, I have a couple of hot takes. Um, it's the Cardinals are going to start super cold, super cold. Um, and I think that that's going to impact how they maybe end up the season. And I'll tell you why. The Cardinals have more players participating in the World Baseball Classic than any other, any other team. They have like 20-something yeah. Arnado, Wainwright, uh, Molina. Has Molina retired or not? Yeah, he's the coach of Puerto Rico. Yeah. Has he, like, that's what I was asking. Has he retired? Is he still the catcher? Uh, last season. He's the manager for Puerto Rico. Yep. Yeah. Um. So anyway, I think that they're going to get off to a really cold start just because they've missed a lot of spring training together. And then my other hot take is that the um, Pittsburgh Pirates are going to be better than you think they're going to be. Oh, I like that. Uh, you know, I think that that means that maybe they end the season in fourth place in the division instead of fifth place. They, they finish ahead of the Reds. Right. They have some, like, really exciting players. Um, and a headline by that one guy who's a shortstop, but he's built like a NFL linebacker. He's like 6'6 six, six and 350 pounds or some shit like that. Um, do you know what I'm talking about? No. Reyes, maybe, is his last name. But a pirate? Yeah. Pirate no. stuff. He's he's crazy. He's like a he's like a freak of nature. He's got the highest um, velocity from uh, from any position in the infield to first base. It's like an average of like 102 miles an hour or some shit. <laughs> um, and he's so tall. He's like makes all the other players look like children next to him. Um, and then they have. Former NL MVP, uh, I'm just stalling because I'm blanking on his name. Andrew McCutcheon is back in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. He's going to be doing like a, a <laughs> retirement circuit. There, right? Absolutely. He's yeah. going to be doing a retirement circus. But also, you know, that dude has been around and seen a lot of shit. And he is. Okay. He's okay. Going I love, to, okay. love that guy. Um, he's going to be. You know, almost everybody on the Pirates is under 23 years old, and he's going to be 
stabling and yeah. positive presence in that clubhouse is what I think. Hmm. That's really interesting to think about. Hmm. So those are my two hot takes for the NL Central. Wait, who's going to win the NL Central? The Brewers? Brewers, yep. Brewers. Brewers, and then the Cardinals are still going to come in for second, but yeah. But for their slow start, they would have won the division, I think. Wild card? Cardinals? No, probably not. Two wild cards coming out of the East. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. East is going to be fucking lit. East is going to be good, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's a huge deal, you know? Yeah. I don't care what <laughs> Ian Bloom says. The closer is an important role in on a baseball team. But my uh, okay, fine. Moneyball says that the closer is the most overrated person because that you just you just put a mediocre pitcher pitcher as your closer and you got closer. That's fine, but you know, if Billy Bean wins the World Series, then we can talk about that. Has he ever? No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> all right. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so Sam, we gotta get back together in like two days. It's Monday night. Uh Japan won, right? Uh Japan won. Six five walk off. Double by some guy who I don't know. I'm so excited. Japan versus the United States. Yeah. Baseball classic. Really should be because it's like those are the two countries. Those are the best teams. Two most highest leagues. Yeah. But hopefully we crush them. Oh, God, I want to win so bad. Oh, yeah. Go USA. USA. You it's gonna be great. Fucking yeah. hyped about this, bro. I'm so excited. Oh my god. I still want to talk on the podcast, not tonight, because I want to sign off about going to the World Baseball Classic for the DO versus Puerto Rico. That was that was fucking amazing. Have you been to a playoff game? Uh yeah, yep. I went to the game that the Red Sox eliminated the Yankees in Yankee Stadium in 2018. Yeah. Was that like sports experiences of my life, probably? Like, yeah. Um, It was amazing. In Yankee Stadium, Chris Sale closed the game um, because uh, Kimball had been tipping his pitches and they hadn't figured it out yet so he was getting lit up uh-huh. um i heckled what's his name mercilessly the fat guy cc um, sabathia oh cc sabathia yeah this one guy threatened to kill me it was amazing <laughs> all right i want to talk to you about my experience in the wc because I think even though Puerto Rico won, I think my heckling is responsible for them not scoring after the fifth inning. Hmm. Me in section 311. 
Hi, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks so much for listening. This has been Dump on the um, Ostensibly a Baseball Podcast. If you like what you're hearing, give us a rating, a review, and a subscription. Listen to us on SoundCloud, on Apple iTunes, on Spotify. Follow us on Facebook at Dump on the Ump. Follow us on um, Twitter. No, TikTok at Dump on the Ump. Follow us on Twitter at UmpDump2005 because we got canceled. You know, whatever. It's a long story. For Sam, my name is Joel. Ladies and gentlemen, have a great evening and a pleasant tomorrow. Peace.